Good morning, fam. Welcome to Early Mornings with K. Soms. Thank you so much for tuning in this morning. I am Gugetsu Sumalikai, and we'll be talking about sexual purity. Someone might ask, what is sexual purity? I believe that sexual purity is abstaining from any sexual activities before marriage and being completely faithful to your spouse after you are married right and i think the problem that we tend to have is that we listen to our peers our friends and the media on what they have to say about sexual purity because we're living in times where they are normalizing sexual um any sexual activities right but we have to understand where we're coming from. We have to understand our foundations. We have to understand what we believe in, our standards and our principles. Those are the ones that will guide us and stop us from making any decisions that might cause um, any problems in our spiritual lives or that may be totally different from what we believe in. Before we go any further, I would love us to read 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. It says, Know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, which is in you, which you have of God and not of your own. For I have, brought you, I have bought you with a price, Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. What he says is that our body, our bodies are the temple of God, right? A temple meaning that's where God dwells in. Surely we are not to do anything that will make this temple or the body of God dirty. And any sexual sin can make our body's deity, right? It is a temple. A temple is regarded as holy and clean. So it's up to us as to how do we keep this temple? Do we keep it clean or dirty? Do we keep it holy or unholy? But also keep in mind that the way you keep that temple it will determine if God will be able to stay in the temple. As people tend to say, cleanness goes hand in hand with what? Godliness, right? <laughs> so, when we look back in the days, the marriage was sealed when a couple got intimate because there's a blood transfer that happens, right? That's where a covenant starts. So having sex out of marriage is saying I do without the covenant. <laughs> I'm not going to go deeper into that. Again, we know that sex binds and bonds you to your partner. Which is good in marriage, right? As um, A married couple has to, to, to bond right they have to bond they have to be one 
as it's it's said in the bible that two shall become one but outside marriage it will make you overlook the yellow and the red flags out of marriage right you will tend to overlook all the red flags which is not good that is why most of the time i encourage my friends to to go into relationships which they are not involved or they do not indulge in any sexual activities because you can see the person for who he or she is you get to learn more about the person you'll be able to make decisions on a clear mind there won't be any influence no but then you cannot dictate what someone else has to do right because it's his or her life her decisions her life right and i believe it will be good for me to give an example about myself i'm in this sexual um purity journey i'm not going to lie and say it's easy or whatsoever it's not but with determination with god being there i'm making it i'm making it so far i'm 22 years old on october i'll be 23 and the lord has been faithful he's been there for me throughout this years he's been there for me because i learned that for you to accomplish something or to succeed in something you have to make god the foundation of your life so i had invited god i asked him god be the foundation of my life be the foundation of every pers- um every part of my life every part of it i gave it to him cuz i remember back in the days i had my grandma telling this story right so she said there was a man so this man had a big house or let's say a mansion so he invited jesus to his house right it's not i'm not sure if it's a story from the bible or not right but i had it from my grandma so she said this man invited jesus to his mansion and he gave jesus access to only two rooms in his house that night the thieves came and broke in and left only the two houses that he gave access to jesus <laughs> Do you know what he, he did? Next time he gave him access to four rooms. The same night the thieves broke in and left those four rooms. That on its own got the men to think, why are the thieves breaking into other rooms leaving these four rooms? Do you know what he did? He gave Jesus access to all the rooms. all the rooms in the morning when they woke up they found out that the thieves did not break into the house what does it mean the moment you give jesus access 
to every part of your life, the moment you give him the authority and the power of every part of your life, he will protect it. He will lead you. He will make sure that no harm comes your way. So that's what I'm saying. As a Christian, don't only give God your spiritual life. God, I need you in my spiritual life. I need to go into the deep. What, what? No. No. Give him every access to every part of your life, even your sexual life. Right? Because he'll be the one to help you, to remind you, this is not right. Don't do this. Do that. Right? And as for me, I've been in relationships. I'm not going to lie about that. And in every relationship I've been in, I've never indulged in any sexual activity, right? Because I strongly believe in the in sexual purity. So I tell the person well in time that... Um, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna indulge in any sexual activity. Well, in time, right? I tell the person well in time so that they may know what I'm not going to participate in. And it has been very helpful because as time went on. Um, if something went wrong or God showed me a red flag or God told me not to continue in it or when I have decided to break up with a person it was easy because we have not bonded in a way that it's hard for me to leave the person it's never hard to leave the person because I know that my life matters and I know that this is the temple of God and I wouldn't want to do anything to make it dirty so it's important to wait upon God it brings us to waiting on God right because if we do not wait upon God we end up settling that's what we do we end up settling and most of the time we are encouraged to wait upon the lord not to not to to get into relationships without god leading us into them and i'm not gonna lie and say i've been i've been waiting whatsoever i've, <laughs> I've been in um, I've been in them I have I have I've been in relationships and one thing that I've learned is that you might end up um, settling you get to a point where you just get too comfortable because you think no this person is okay with my insecurities this person knows me this person knows how i do things you know that type of thing and you end up settling for that 
and we are not supposed to settle. That's why most of the time we are encouraged to wait upon the Lord for the right relationship that will lead to marriage. And let's read in the book of Psalm 59 verse 9. It reads, Because of his strength, I will wait upon thee, for God is my defense. (laughs) For God is what? My defense. We have this tendency of getting into relationships and hoping that we will be able to change people. No, I will change the person, you know. Uh Uh-uh. Who are you to change somebody? Are you Jesus? Who gave you the power? Why do you think that you have the power to change somebody? No one has the power to change another person. The person has the power to change themselves and God has the power to change them, right? So my sisters and brothers out there, if you do not want to find yourself in any situation where you are forced to settle, where you are forced to indulge in any sexual activity, then the best option is to wait upon the Lord, right? And another thing that I've realized is that the church no longer talks about sex. Obviously, when they do not teach nor talk about it, the youth or people will learn about it from friends and other people. In the last episode, we mentioned uh, we were talking about being a woman of influence. Those are the people that we need in church. We need men and women of influence who will be able to teach the young ones or the youth about sex. Right. They have to teach us what it what it means, how does it affect us, and everything that has to deal with it. Right. Obviously they will do they will teach us um with while giving us reference from the Bible, from the scriptures, as they always do with other topics, right? So I think it's high time uh, the church starts teaching us or start talking about it. The funny thing is that they avoid teaching such topics and when someone gets pregnant they'll start judging the person why are you judging the person because you never taught them anything about that it's the audacity for me it's the audacity for me but I hope and pray that that's something that most churches will start doing and I'm aware that other churches do do teach about this um, some years back, I I bought myself a purity ring. I bought a purity ring, and reason being that, as I've already told you guys, I'm in this purity journey. So, 
I bought it so that it may act as a reminder of the promise that I made to God that God I will keep myself till marriage <clears throat> and when it gets tough I get reminded of what I promised God right I made a promise to God and I will try my level best to stand by my promise and not break it because even God said in his word that his promises are to prosper us right so why should I do something wrong why should I break a promise well he is my God never thinks or plans of anything to, to destroy me all that he does his plans and his promises are to prosper me he long knew me before I was born in my mom's womb. Imagine. Imagine. So I bought it so as for me to 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 remember the promise that I made to God. And if you are out there and you want to do it, it's okay, you can do it. But I'm not forcing anyone or tricking anyone into doing it. I'm just sharing what I did. And how is it helping me, right? Because even now at school, when people tend to talk about this topic, they they invite me in their conversations so as to hear what I have to say. You know, now it 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 affects me and the people around me. They know what I believe in. And that on its own says a lot. Remember, we are the salt of the world. We need to add some flavor to the world. So that on its own, it, it made some of my Christian friends to come to be able to open up and talk to me about this whole thing. Because they know where I stand when it comes to... My, um, my my purity journey they know where I stand so it makes it easy for other people to come and open up to you ask you questions because they know who you are and what you believe in let's read in the book of 1st Corinthians chapter 7 verse 2 it reads nevertheless to avoid fornication let every man have his own wife and let every woman have her own husband key points own right as in one so the moment where you start indulging in this with a lot of people in every relationship you get in it's it's, it's something else it's something else that's why we are encouraged to wait for marriage. Then you know then that you are bonding with your husband or your wife. Someone might ask, what are the importance of what's the importance of sexual purity? Um you avoid sexual regret. Sometimes you, you find that people um indulge in sex with different people and at the end of the day they tend to regret 
why did I do this with this person? Right? And there are many reasons why people end up doing that. Some, they might do it out of their own will. Some, they might do it under the influence of drugs and alcohol. There are many reasons which can be mentioned as to why people do this. Right? I don't, I don't want to mention more because it might some people might not take it the right way so I'll just I'll just mention that the, those two only and the other importance is that when you abstain obviously when you get pregnant it avoids unwanted pregnancy there'll be no soul ties you won't contract any STIs or any sexual transmitted diseases, right? And also, it portrays a life of integrity and makes you a role model. Because the younger ones or those who are coming behind us might want to embark in this journey of purity then finding somebody as a role model who managed to do that it can be of help to them right last time I spoke with a friend of mine and she told me that she she told me that she she got involved or she indulged in sex and it was a mistake and she no longer wants to do that she felt bad and everything one thing that I told her is that we are human beings we tend to make mistakes and we learn from those mistakes right we learn from those mistakes we learn we learn just because you have started doesn't mean that you cannot stop and wait upon the Lord. You can. You can do that. And no one is going to judge you. Who are we to judge? Who are we to judge? We are not holy enough to judge nobody because every single of every single one of us has we have done something which is wrong and which we repented for so we cannot say we are holy enough to judge someone only God has the right and the power to do that in conclusion I will encourage my my fellow sisters and brothers out there that it's for you to be able to walk in this journey the purity journey invite God invite him in your life invite him in every part of your life give Jesus the will give him the will right if there are any questions that you have regarding anything go to your church elders ask them learn to be open and free ask them right Another thing you have to pray for is for the, is to pray for the spirit of discernment. You need to be able to discern 
everything around you it's very important the association that you keep also matters because if you hang around people who who speak more of this and who encourage you to indulge in in sexual activities while you want to pursue or to embark on this purity journey it won't help you the people that you keep around you need to be of the same mentality as yours right as we all know people tend to say birds of the same feathers flock together and mostly learn to pray pray for every single thing that you do in your life when jesus departed he said i'm not leaving you alone i'm leaving i'm going to send the holy spirit who will be your helper and your comforter take advantage of that let the holy spirit be your helper in everything that you do everything every single thing because that's what god has sent him to do to be our helper and our comforter right i hope we have planned something guys do not feel bad if you have already started indulging in it we serve the lord of second chances so it's more of you and god not what people think of you it's between you and god thank you so much for listening guys thank you so much i hope we have learned we have enjoyed and we have been reminded of what we want to do of or where we come from Thank you so much. Do have a blessed and productive day.